Well, I was worried after the first chord that after the way I was set a that full up. Chorus. I love yeah. you were the first one to jump in. Well, I had. Well, I was gonna say I, we're not gonna we're not gonna explain this at all now that we're recording. But you know, the way I preempted it, I realized after the first chord, like, oh, nobody wants to jump in. I, I gotta I gotta be the leader, you know. And that's why I'm the host of the Rocky right. Campfire Podcast. Um. Uh, the greatest video game and other media podcast that's ever been hosted by the greatest host uh, and the greatest sidekicks a lesser people to the host uh, my friends John Vito and Flask are joining me today no Greg this week he's in Italy you know his mic's not plugged in (laughs) (laughs) I'm here though Uh, how's everybody doing I'm doing great first against the wall I'm doing good I was in the way for the weekend um, long weekend, so I didn't play any games. Yeah, Vito took an unauthorized <laughs> yeah, you went to, trip. He didn't mention it. You went to Hot Italy. I don't want to reveal Italy, the. Yeah. I don't want to reveal the real location, but yeah, you were in Hot Italy this Why? week. Why someone someone might get it into a time machine <laughs> and assassinate me? <laughs> it might. You don't know. You, you don't know, know what our viewers Man, are capable you, of. You know, there's someone That's out true. there who's like filling up them. a wall with like bits of information, and eventually they're gonna figure oh, it out. They're gonna yeah. They're gonna find pins, and they're just was it like. Try locating our. Uh, they're gonna find you and they're gonna skin <laughs> you alive. They're gonna make you're gonna, um, you, you know, you've seen like a like a lampshade made out of a face, correct? Maybe I've oh, seen oh, one. Oh, you, can ima- you can imagine one. They're gonna have like a mouse pad, but it's gonna be your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Hey, and the, hey, listen. The, the wrist rest is gonna be his chin. That's what I was like thinking. A, I was, I was thinking. Hey, uh, when I, I die, I give you guys permission to do that to my body. So I don't want to. Right. Just so we don't reveal it, we'll call the location you've been in. How about REZ? No, no, no. How about A Zona? A Zona. Yeah, that's cool. like a zone. A, a zone A. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was in a zone, wherever that may be. And uh, I went to the Renaissance Fair. That's kind of like made that trip just to go I to didn't the know they fair. had those in Chernobyl. It's kind of like gaming adjacent, right? Renaissance Fair, a little bit. It a big Renaissance Fair, small one. What's the deal? It was with pretty. It? it was pretty big. Um, it was bigger than the New York one, and um, but it's kind of kind of all the same stuff, same shows. You know, I saw the Bird Guy. Um, bird Guy was pretty cool. Um, you know, Fire Eater, Fire Swallower. Um, all the all the usual usual Ren Fair acts were there. Um, bird Sword. Yeah, Bird and Sword. It was cool. Nah, Michigan. I didn't go there just for that. No, I I went there. It was it was a planned trip, and that was happening during and was part of the the plan. You buy a sword? Nah, because I I feel like they're gonna charge you like way too much at the Ren Fair. Like you you gotta just like probably buy that stuff like on the internet, right? If you want to get a good deal, Uh, they're gonna if they're at the Ren Fair, they're gonna be charging you an arm and a leg, right? Yeah, 100%. So, and you got to so carry it around a lot. That's what that, and then you got to carry it around. That's what they don't hot. tell you. Those things are heavy. Yeah. So no, I didn't. I didn't buy that. Um. But yeah, it was a good time. And um, but I, I didn't play any games, so I don't really have. I don't have much. I saw some movies on the plane. Um, yeah, what'd you see? I saw the holdovers. Uh, this is now your roundtable, by the way. Yeah, I guess that's that's fine. 
uh, <laughs> The Holdovers. You know, which, up until about 15 minutes ago, I never heard about that movie. It, it's it, I, it like won awards or something, it. right? Yeah, Flash did talk yeah, about, about 15 it. minutes ago, you know. No, 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 I, keep I recommended brain, brain it. Brain with uh, well, the leftovers. Yeah, that yeah that fair, that was, that was the, the whole show? No, that was the whole the overs. I think it's just holdovers. No, it's, it, both of you guys were wrong. This is a <laughs> movie with Paul Giamatti. We tried, dude. Um, the, Flash talked about the whole movie. I'm not going to describe the plot again, but it's a good movie. It was a very wholesome, chill <laughs> movie. Nice save. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on, we were all there. Um, and then I saw Repo Man. That movie was sick. I saw that for the first time. Cla- nice. cla- classic uh, movie. punk movie. Punk movie. Uh, the holdovers is. Um, I, I had this list already, but so just bring me to mind. But the holdovers is nominated for best picture this year. What What do you think about that, real quick? I mean, I'm not up to date on like a lot of yeah. contemporary movies most of the time. Um, it probably won't win, but I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know that it should win. I, mean, I don't know yeah, what yeah. else is. I was, I was going to say, like, yeah, you know, with respect to the fact that maybe you guys haven't seen most of those movies, how would you feel if you saw a headline saying the holdovers won Best Picture? I guess is the question. I would be. I'd like, be like, there's got to be something better out there from the yeah. entire year. Very solid movie. I oh, would yeah. recommend it. Cozy, nice, wholesome movie. Great performances. Giamatti's like very good. Um, I do like Giamatti. But yeah, I, I I would be surprised if it won Best Picture of the Year. But I don't know what else has been out there. I'm not up to date with the movies. Would um, you like to hear the list? Yeah, yeah, that's coming up. Right? What's what? Of how many nominees? Coming is coming up, like dude. Five, it's coming five up movies? real soon for, for Best Picture. Yeah. Uh, for best, no, best picture is more than five. I have uh, ten. ten here. And I've only heard of three of them. They, uh, I have, remember, that, remember, best picture has been ten for a long time. What was it? Uh, was it The Dark Knight? There was some movie that like had no chance of winning, but was like so popular that it had to be in the noms. <laughs> and I, I don't really remember all the politics, but point is, best picture has been twice as many nominees as the rest of the awards for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that. We uh, start with the holdovers, and then Oppenheimer, right? Barbie. Those are the three movies I have heard of. These rest, <laughs> I I've not even heard the titles. I'm not. I don't know anything about them. Oh come uh, on, you. I mean, I haven't seen any of the other movies, but you haven't heard Killers of the Flower Moon. That's oh, the only. I, other I haven't, and I'm surprised because Martin Scorsese. That. I was like, that's weird. Do you think I would have heard of like his movies? I think that's. I, I actually have not. I think that's that on we you, had because uh, that's a that was a, that was a big release. I, I think it kind of was a big release and it got really good press. I, I do really want to see the movie at some point. I wanted to ca- just, I've never also, anybody talked like about it. It's long. It's long. No, because I well, I think maybe Charlie, Charlie sounds like Charlie. Say, like, I feel like Charlie saw it, it in the at the Alamo. Uh, well, if Charlie posted, I'd probably just glossed over it. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys have a, <laughs> a strained history, as we know. We got a uh, uh, Maestro <laughs> by Bradley Cooper. It looks like he's on some sort of uh, Maestro. I heard is that, that sucked. I was about to say, like, just from the title, I have to assume <laughs> that this is another Spielberg movie. Film? It's another movie about like how cool it is to be a, a creative in Hollywood, right? It's like another like jacking off Hollywood Oscar bait movie. Uh, is my I, guess, and that's just based on the title. You know, this is very judgmental of me to say. Only thing I know about this movie is uh, Bradley Cooper is playing some. Uh, historical maestro 
And he, this whole, his whole thing is like, oh. he said that he spent like, I don't know, like, like fucking Leonard 10 Bernstein. years, 10 years or, or something like that. He made even more like preparing for this role to become this guy and that he had to like learn how to conduct for this. Like, I don't know. It's probably like a five minute scene, not even a one minute scene. <laughs> and um, I heard the movie kind of sucks. So it's kind of funny. Go watch Tar instead. I don't know that one, but it's not up for the nominees. Like uh, that's from twenty twenty two or something. Poor things. You guys seen poor things? Not yet. I also want to watch that one. That one, yeah, same same as Flash. You're making it up. These movies are real. All right. What about American Fiction? I think that's fiction. That's straight. That shit's straight fiction. (laughs) Thank you, Vito. Thank you, dog. Uh, What about the Zone of Interest? Fucking uh, heard of zone it? Of this yeah, watch it. M- miss me with that, but give me the zone of the enders. You know what I'm saying? Hey, gamers, you know what I'm saying? Dude. Dude. How about past lives? Bringing it back to the games. I also need to watch that one. That's supposed to be good. Korean yeah, I heard uh, that one drama. You know, a, uh, listeners, the last eight movies I've made up. None of them have been real. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. I was Kill just trying to. Uh, That's just not real. I was pretty convinced you, it wasn't you, I saying I wanted to watch you, all those. You, you, you might have believed they were real. You might have missed this one. I, I don't know. Or my, maybe I misheard you say. There's also a movie I haven't heard of called Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, that is the last one. I've heard of that one, but I also haven't seen that one. Yeah. I mean, we're probably not a good. I hope you're not listening to this podcast for. For movie for Oscar opinions because we're not the ones for that, but um, early not. Yeah, what the fuck are we talking about anyway? How did we get to the Oscars? Oh, because I saw because you watch potentially an Oscar-winning movie. Right, I did. Yeah, Repo Man. What's set to win though? What's the big name? Was it Oppenheimer? Is it Killers? It's got to be Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon. I only say just the two that I've heard of Oppenheimer, and you guys were saying that Killers of the Flower Moon is. I should have heard of it. I, I would, not that I, I've seen few of these movies, so I'm not like confident about anything, but I would say Killers of the Flower Moon is going to win. Because it's, in addition to being apparently a, a good Scorsese movie, it's also quote-unquote important, you know? It's, it's quote-unquote important. It's a good Scorsese movie. It may well be one of the last movies that Scorsese makes at, at, yeah, at his that age. Um there's a lot of reason and and also i think that the last like the irishman was seen as maybe like a slump for scorsese and this is a return to form i think there's a lot of like politic about the creator that makes this uh makes killer of the flower moon a strong contender for number one well also yes. i don't think has any i don't think any of his movies is one best picture am i am i really wrong there i don't i don't think they i don't think any, any have not that I don't. I, I do I'm going. Not th- I'm going through the list right now. I don't, I don't. I think he's been nominated a lot, but I don't think he's ever won Best Picture. He won he's Best won, Director. I'm that he's won an Oscar of for Best. Okay, so yeah, that was his one Oscar. Yeah, so none of his movies have won Best Picture. He got Best Director for The Departed. That's so. So that could be a politic thing here too. If this is like one of his last movies, and they just The Departed didn't win Best Picture. Nah, crazy, right? No. I don't know. I don't know what else was in the running, but I'm surprised he hasn't won a. Best picture yet. Um, it anywho, did win best picture at the Oscars. It did. Yeah. Well, how did he not get the thing? No, I guess I was wrong. I don't know. Uh, oh. It, it, se- it seems. No, you're right. But it seems that the credit for the Oscar went to Graham King, the producer. 
Damn, that's there you go. Fucked. Is that typical? I this is getting way too deep into stuff that we don't know. I don't know if it's usually the producer who would be given the best picture win because the director can be recognized in best director. I would just, actually that makes sense. I I would imagine that's the standard. Yeah, that's not because the unreasonable. The, the director has a, re- a reward. The producer doesn't have a reward. So like best picture would be represented by the person who is responsible for overall pulling the whole damn thing off right causing it to be produced yes yeah i don't like i don't know i feel like you're saying that because like you're like the host of the podcast i feel like you're i don't know yeah i just feel like i'm no no if 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 there was if there was exactly if there were podcast awards i would win best host and flask would win best podcast Right, theoretically, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, well, quick search says Andy not is really right. all uh, that theoretical. John would but. win Best Actor. Thank you, thank you. Uh, since 1951, it has gone to the producer. I just did a quick Google search. Thank While you. we're t- talking about our Google searches, I did confirm that the first year that the uh, Best Picture category had uh, 10 awards, or 10 nominees, rather, was 2009. Uh, and, of course, the Academy would never admit this, but the popular calculus is that uh, it's a reaction to a uh, really big public outcry that neither Wall-E or The Dark Knight were nominated in 2008. So they, they, they've essentially juiced the amount so that they have fewer people mad at them because they get to give a spotlight to the popular movies that would never win anyway. Like Barbie, yeah. I think, would be a good example for this year. Yeah, I guess everybody I gets a trophy, right? Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> By the way, speaking of which, Vito would win Best Documentary Feature. Oh, thank you. Just on my life. That's not a compliment. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was, Vito. I was with you, man. I was, I'm joking. I'm I was joking. running up. Of course, it's a compliment. Um, I would give Vito um, Best Person. Aw. Thanks, man. And then under it, I would write Psych. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> What else have you done this week? <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Um, you went my, to a rodeo. No, rodeo no? went. What, rodeo was sold out. Oh, yeah. We didn't get tickets because it hadn't it didn't sell out. That's right. Had, uh, what, who, what human? That's right. You thought you had a guy, out. and I, and I was like, how do you have a guy for a rodeo? Oh, we had though? a guy. <laughs> oh, we had, I got a rodeo. Hey, hey. hey. Listen, I got guys. I got guys everywhere. Don't you yeah, ever fucking forget that's, it. That's the thing, though. I've heard that. I've heard that. I got guys fucking everywhere. Um, but you yeah, don't have no, a rodeo but, guy. You're you're doing something wrong. Yeah, guy didn't come through. Didn't get to see the rodeo. But next year, uh huh, is the yeah, 100th, different guy hundredth anniversary of the rodeo. Oh, dude. Well, you're really gonna have to buy your tickets ahead. So of I'm gonna have to buy my tickets ahead, or I maybe my guy. You trust I don't know. your guy. Like, I trust my guy come through. Hey, you know uh, what? You know, we we can talk about this more off off air, but I'm thinking 2025 is the year of the Gamercation Rodeo. Just start thinking about it, you know. Somebody's going to get kicked so, in the head by a horse, and I'm not dealing with that. Well, we're, we're all participating. We're not going as audience I can members. already see it. We're oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the bull. Concave head, little clown running around us. John, they... It doesn't. They have like um. They're not what safe. the fuck is it called? They have like a. I think it's like. Uh, God, what is it called? It, they have like a like one for babies, and they um, they and lasso. The they lasso they die sheep all the time. Yeah, instead the sheep, of bulls. Yeah, until the sheep get angry and they start charging uh, at them. 
Mut- mutton busting, I think it's called. Mutton Something busting. like that. You could do the mutton busting if you're afraid of the bulls. Dude, I would I, take I would never say out in 50 public I'm mutton busting. I'm mutton busting. Yeah, my girlfriend hijacked my uh, Dredge playthrough. Dredge ended up. So um, I don't know what's going on in that game. I think she's pretty far in. Um, she probably met Godzilla already. Oh yeah. Wait, no. The the that's in the Dave the Diver. Dave the Diver. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, the game looks cool from you know far. Uh, I try to like watch or like sometimes I ask if like, oh, can I play it for a little bit? And she screams at me. Um, she's like, get out of here. Not even words. She starts shrieking. Yeah. You back I like away. the idea that that you two had like a perfect symbiotic relationship going on for years. And then you introduce video games to the equation. Yeah. Bro, and it's ruining I, everything. I said it. Mark this. Mark mark my words. And in, in one year, Vito's gone and Kate's the fifth chair. On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, what did I do? This was a mistake. Um but yeah. That's um I think that's that's really all about all I got for you guys. Okay. Well speaking okay. of mistakes. Yeah, letting Vito talk, I agree. I will not be making that again next week, don't you worry, listeners. Uh all right. You can go ahead and move on and throw a spotlight on me just so I can knock this out pretty pretty quick because I have a week of updates that I don't want want to talk a whole lot on just because they're not as interesting. We've been, been still playing Helldivers, still having a lot of fun with that. Uh, I think our group is, you know, we got some new guys hopping on, so it's not true of everybody, but I think we're getting close to the point where we're ready for more content to be added. I'm not even saying I'm I'm close to being done with that game, but, you know, it's a live service game. It's it it's uh coming up on a month soon, so I would at least like to know what they're thinking of adding to that game. It's recently been data mined that vehicles are confirmed. Um looks like some kind of mixture between heavy tank like vehicles and light recon vehicles for mobility. Uh that'd be pretty sweet to see. Um Did you see some- the video that somebody posted today in the Discord? Are you referring to that? Somebody posted a video of like they they played a build of the game with mechs. Yeah, but the mechs have been long confirmed even before the game came out. So okay, that, you're talking about additional in additional in addition to mechs, there's like tanks and other vehicles. Yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> mechs I think are arguably vehicles, but for a purpose of a game like this, I I I mentally been mechs separately than vehicles. You know what I mean? Mm. Like mechs are like exosuits that you use to they're like weapons in a way whereas like vehicles are like fun things to get you around the map faster is is my high school take but anyway i'm I'm just i'm just making the distinction because they've yet to confirm vehicles in the game uh whereas mechs have been confirmed but i did see that mech gameplay it does look cool uh mechs will be cool to see as well great game so by the way for our listeners, I since the last podcast was when I got into playing Helldivers 2. I finally gave in and started playing it. And um like I've been playing it a little bit more sparingly than the other guys kinda of, who went like all in, you know, for, for weeks. Um and so 
Vito, you you know that I would not just like say this to fuck with you, and this isn't me, you know, trying to convince your your past self. Uh, I don't know if yeah, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just relating my experience. No, I take my your experience with Helldivers too uh, very seriously. Well, thank you. Uh, my experience with Helldivers too was that it took me until just after the amount of time that you had said that you played to uh like mm. learn the systems more can, and get into convenient. the flow of the game i know right it's it's like it was more perfect than i would have expected hey, you know they're flask not, is being nice but i'm just saying that the entire time you were giving your take i kept saying you haven't played the game enough so i'm glad flask validated that view How much yeah I, I wasn't setting out to validate that but it just like i felt it i felt it um click into click. place more yeah. as i played past the point that you uh had, had played it uh last episode at least um and yeah it was only after like playing several missions uh that i was having fun without thinking about the gameplay mechanics in my head anymore and just like doing things naturally and then i played several solo matches which helped me better understand like the mission structure and fending for myself more and then i was able to like bring that back into uh playing with friends and then um, I also, at that point, started unlocking the weapons and the stratagems that I could actually start, like, building my personal playstyle around. So I was able to start playing the way I really wanted that seemed uh, best to me. So, like, yeah, the, great game. Uh, but it's just funny how much I noticed that it was right after the point that you said you stopped playing that I started feeling it really start to flow. Okay, cool. Yeah, maybe I mean I'm I'm definitely gonna keep playing it. I just had a little weekend vacation, but um, yeah, yeah I'm hoping I have the same feeling. No, we're well. I think it, you know, uh, even if the guys are um kind of cooling down under the bed, waiting for more content, I think it's another one of those games that's just a forever game. You know, it's fun enough that you can always go back to it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't intend to stop playing. Uh, we we no, recently. No. Started doing highest difficulty runs. Uh, I think we've had some mixed experiences, but overall, I would call it manageable. Um, excited for even higher difficulty, more enemies, and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's Hell Divers. That's all I've got to say about it. Great game, still enjoying it. I've also been progressing inch by inch through my. Uh, Hawaiian Journey and Infinite Wealth that Greg and John have finished like a month ago now. <laughs> He's taking infinite time. Taking infinite time. I mean, that's a game that like it's hard to. I don't. I, I don't have it in me like Greg, where as soon as I get home from work, I can turn on the game and just be playing it all night. I mean, I got yeah. I got I got things I got to do around, and also I just honestly I don't feel great binging games like that. I feel like it's not good for my mental health. I'm not not judging Greg, but like I, I need to do creative stuff or just even just do something other than video games uh, for a while. You're playing the game for fun, anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, still really enjoying it. I, yeah, I'm at a point in the game where it's even just hard to talk about because like I don't. I don't have any conclusions about 
the game I want to share necessarily that I haven't already shared just because I'm I'm, I'm in a point where the game is rapidly uh, taking off on the story. I'm excited to see where it goes. I don't want to spoil anything. And yeah, Infinite Wealth, good ass video game. Definitely still a top contender for um, my uh, five up this year so far. Hell yeah. Shoot, as far as other things go, somebody help me out. We we haven't watched any movies in the last week that's worth talking about, I don't think. Um, and I haven't played any other kind of games. Oh, no. That's all right. So, yeah, I think that puts a nice little bow on my roundy table. Go ahead and move on. Move on, of course. To Flask. Oh, alrighty. Flask, um, what what have you been up to in the last week or so? Well, I wish I could uh, save this podcast with all sorts of varied, wild topics, but uh, I have made literally zero progress in Dragon's Dogma since last we spoke because uh, I've been consumed by some Other musical things. projects for the last week. So, um, haven't really been playing like real games much, but I, I have been doing a few things. Uh, I've been playing some Helldivers 2 around the music stuff. Um, I've been playing Balot ba- that Balatro, the card roguelite. Um, that's still fun, and I still recommend it to everybody. Uh, and then. You know what? I'll talk about a movie that I watched uh, recently called The Empty Man. The Empty Man from 2020, I think. I think that you got to be wrong. I think it's called The Invisible Man. Um, no, I'm afraid that. No, that's the one that's about the guy who can't be seen. Right. This is the one about the guy that's just hungry. He can't be filled. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that was a Brendan Fraser movie. Oh, uh, the Whale, right? Oh. No, no, you're thinking of the Stephen King movie, Thinner. Oh, oh. Right. So how was it? Good King flick? Uh, well, it's none of those. It's actually a different movie called The Empty Man. Uh, it's about uh, an ex-cop who starts investigating the disappearance of his young next-door neighbor, which okay. may be connected to a mysterious urban legend entity known as the empty man so it's sort of a slender man type you know urban legend uh an original one for this movie and uh the reason i bring it up is just because it was it was a fun watch and a disappointing watch uh it actually has some atmosphere and pretty good pacing and cinematography uh it has like music and silence in good proportion and shows things in an interesting way. What a concept. Uh, and it has believable characters and stuff like none of the things that you would expect for this type of kind of horror movie you've never heard of, you know, it's just like, what even is this? It has good things about it, but by the third act, uh, the movie just starts like shaking apart. And by the end, 
I just didn't feel the whole thing came together, which was more disappointing for what the movie had done right to that point, you know? Mm. Um, so if you're looking, I mean, if you're looking for a, like a nicely atmospheric and fairly competent first two thirds of a, of a horror movie <laughs> or like a, an investigative. Oh, that's perfect thing. for Vito. Yeah. I know. Looking, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's perfect for me. I, oh man. That's awesome. I won't even know the difference really. I won't even know about the ending. No. Yeah. Vito, Vito would watch act one, maybe part of act two, and it would end up on his five up this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. You're feeling a little empty man by the end though. A little empty man. Nice. Hey, it might be worth checking out nice. though. Uh, I was going to say it actually gave me some uh, Alan Wake vibes, oddly enough. Just kind of in his atmosphere. Was it giving you Alan Wake vibes or was it giving you Twin Peaks rehashed into Alan Wake no, vibes? Specifically Alan Wake, okay. like two vibes. Big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me think, like, name, name a supernatural horror movie that doesn't fall apart in the third act. I feel like it's just I know, right? about that genre. It's, yeah. What is with that? Why can't they ever land it? Um, aside from that, though, yeah, I've been playing like the the kind of in betweener games that you can just pick up anytime, like Helldivers and Balatro. So, aside from that, I don't really have anything else. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Doing music. Sorry, um, I'm in musicking. It's okay. It'll come out of your pay. Empty Man is a maybe, maybe recommend. Sounded like, you know, I know you don't do thumbs, but I would put your take as a solid thumb up, thumb down. Um, Maybe thumb up, thumb like 45 degree cocked down. Uh, Yeah, there's definitely some thumb downage involved because it so didn't stick the landing. But But, both the thumbs are not perfectly vertical up, that's for sure. No. Well, last and certainly not least, let's move on to John. John, I think you might actually have some new content to discuss. Better. Uh, sure, 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 sure. I played... I mean, really, I've played many games throughout my life. Probably, if you were to number them, <laughs> they would be in the hundreds. Hundreds What was the first game I played? I don't know. Probably Mario. Name every game right now or you're lying. What's the first game <laughs> you remember playing that you have a distinct childhood memory of? I think I know that for me. I do, I do know that for me. Probably Mega Man 2 or this really shitty track and field game on the NES. Okay. It was just purely about how fast you could press the A and B button and nothing else fucking mattered. See, I'm like a year or two younger than you guys, which I think in this discussion is super relevant. Uh, But my first memory is of the SNES, though I know we had an NES growing up. Uh, But uh, Link to the Past. Yeah, we actually didn't have that one. Uh, What do you mean the NES is older than me? I mean, that's a product That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, we had an NES, not an SNES, even though by the time I would be playing the NES, there was a perfectly, you know, reasonable chance that I should have had an SNES instead because that was around that time. So the NES was kind of just like a, a holdover. I had a Genesis too. Do you guys have a, do you guys, do you have a well, second that, So, so my first nah. game that I nah. remember 
was X-Men 2 Clone Wars on the Genesis. I like the Genesis more than the Nintendo. I'm not arguing that the Nintendo, it did have better games, but I thought the like crunchy metal kind of metallic sound that the the Genesis had in this game. Flat ass controllers. Well, the controllers are cool too, but mostly just the sound of the games. That was so much cooler. Well, well, Sonic sucks, so I, even as a kid, I thought Sonic sucked. But it does what um, Nintendo don't. I was not a Sega household. Did. Yeah, that was a Sega household. I didn't have a uh, Nintendo until I went Genesis, then N64, and then PS1, I think. What are you well, for? I Nintendo. I went NES to. I could have sworn I shared Wii. this. This we talked about this before. Uh, part I'm sure. Of, yeah, I could no. I mean, I could have sworn sworn I shared my first game experience with somebody else in our friend group. My first game, I think, was Super Mario Brothers on the NES. Yeah, I mean, I'm almost sure that was mine. Was it the dual disc oh, okay. or, or dual cartridge where I had to duck with hunt duck on hunt, it as well? Yeah. yeah, I had the same thing. Or we had the same yeah. thing. Cool. I also had a Hogan's Alley. <laughs> I had a bunch of games, actually. I had, I had quite a few, but not like popular games, just fucking weird ones. <laughs> Probably <laughs> describes my, or it explains my taste now. Oh, yeah. Well, back yeah. then we didn't have, we weren't like looking up reviews. We were just, it was the age of, you know, well, I don't even art. know where the games came from. Cause like I said, the NES. Yeah, gifts, you yeah, know, well, from no, no, no. But like the NES and the Sega and... Genesis, like they came out before I was born, like years before I was born. Like that thing wasn't bought for me, as far as I know. I, I, just, I don't know whose it was or why right. they got the game. I know mine was like, just my dad's. Al- well, yeah. yeah. Alex is older than you, right? But not that much older. Yeah, I mean, he was born in, uh, yeah, he's a few years older, but yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't think it was his, he did get a Game Boy, he had the original Game Boy, I remember playing that, uh, and that was his, um, the big gray brick one, that yeah, just, uh, mm-hmm. green and colors. Monochrome. Uh, I have one of those too. But anyway, this is a long way to say that I was playing Pacific Drive this week. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's your last game, it's the bookend to your entire video game yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, this is it, No more after I've started this, this journey. Um, I don't recommend it to any of you except for Flask. You might like it. Okay. Um, I enjoy it. I just don't think these guys would dig the loop. Um, to, to read, I'll I'll read the Steam description and then I'll kind of give my, my estimation of the game. Uh, According to Steam, this is a Pacific Drive. Uh, face the supernatural dam- dangers of the Olympic exclusion zone with a car as your only lifeline in this driving survival adventure. Uh, scavenge resources, load up your trusty station wagon, and drive like hell to make it through alive. And that, I suppose, does represent the game. Uh, the, the loop of the game is that, you know, you're going to start off in your garage. You're going to uh, pick a path on this map. And you're going to drive that path, and you're going to collect resources and avoid anomalies. Uh, the anom- anomalies are basically the stand-in for your enemies in this game. Nothing is actually seeking to hurt you. It's not like some guy is going to run after you with a knife or people shooting at you. They're just kind of things happening in the environment uh, that you have to avoid. Uh, right. Some examples are like... Um, in, in little plateau kind of, you know, six by six areas, the, the ground will just shoot up, uh, you know, and if you're in your car, it'll fucking flip your car. Um, another example is thing called an abductor. It's just like this little, it's a bunch of scrap metal, like kind of just jambled together, but it flies, and if it flies near your vehicle, 
It'll shoot a little magnet. It doesn't hurt you or anything. It just pulls you. But sometimes if there's other anomalies around, it can pull you towards them. So you're driving, you're, you're avoiding these anomalies, and then occasionally, you know, you're getting out of your car, you're walking over to a house, and you're, you're grabbing loot from it. And then you just do that and loop. And there, there is a narrative going on, but honestly, I find it so in the background, I don't care about, that it's, <laughs> it's not even there for me. Uh, maybe well, for other I people, imagine, it's good. Like, it, right, yeah. It's clearly being inspired by, like, uh, Stalker or Roadside Picnic, which is the original novel, where, like, yeah. there's some kind of outside influence creating anomalous phenomenon in a certain zone. Right, well, so the, the, the narrative of the story, as I understand it, is that you're just a normal delivery person, and you somehow entered this zone, and you were transported deeper in um, to where you were able to, and this happens in like the first, you know, five minutes, uh, and, and you know, you're able to contact these scientists, and they're basically trying to use you, they keep calling you driver, um, to do research and maybe find a way out. And that, that's like the plot of the game, and, and I think... And I, you can go back and if you know, pause the game and, and listen to the logs. But I think one of the, the problems or one of the reasons I, I don't care about the narrative is that it's, it's all told through, through dialogue, which is fine. It's like over a radio. However, when they choose to do the dialogue, it's like, I'm fucking, you know, driving 40 miles an hour. The fucking zone's closing in around me. I can <laughs> see the radiation closing in. I'm trying to dodge, like, mannequins that will explode if I hit them. And then they start talking. It's like, can you fucking wait until after or something? Like, I wow. don't know what you're saying right now. And then sometimes... Yeah, most of the time, the audio log games try not to compete with the action. They'll have, like, the flow, the natural, like, ebb and flow roller coaster of audio logs delivery is, like, during the times when you're not actively fighting because they don't want that to happen. Yeah, certainly. I mean, like I said, you can go back and listen to them later, but yeah, it's, it's not the same. Um, but one system that I actually, it's one of my favorite systems in the game, but also adds to the problem is the, the quirk system. Sometimes when you're out just driving your vehicle, I don't even think there's something that triggers it. It's just sometimes your vehicle will pick up a quirk and it can be something as... Uh, you know, unobstructive as uh, when you reverse your uh, front headlights dim, right? And then when you're done with your run, you have to go to the computer and you have to figure that out. Nothing will tell you that. You just kind of have to play with the car and see like, oh, I'm going to reverse the dims. But some of them can start like stacking up on each other, right? You can, you can get like multiple ones. So you could have, you know, your car reverses and the headlights turn off. Then you can have another one. That's when your headlights turn off your radio turns on. Dude, it sounds like Andy's car. I, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but then, sometimes, like I said, you'll be doing these crazy runs, your car will be getting fucked up, all the quirks will be going off, the radio will be blaring, the wipers will be on, the, the lights will be flashing, you're trying to deal with all that. <laughs> and then in the background, they're just like, and this is why we're here, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what the, like, shut up. Hmm. Uh, that's just very nitpicky. Yeah, I didn't really care about the story anyway. I don't think it was going to draw me in. I, I, I like, what I play this game, usually I'll do I'll wake up in the morning, I'll put something on, you know, maybe my favorite uh, podcast, Broken Campfire podcast, mm -hmm. and, you know, I'll drink my drink, and I'll do, like, a run or two. It's like a roguelike kind of game. Uh, and yeah. I'll do, like, a run or two, I'll collect my stuff, I'll come back, and that's how I play it. Um, yeah, I don't know, I could see, uh, you know, I could see uh, people not enjoying that loop, you know, it's very much... Uh, 
it reminds me, and, and some people hated this about the game, it reminds me of Fallout 4. Um, you know, just kind of scavenging around, looking through houses, you know, looking for ingredients to build stuff. Some people hate that part of the game. That's actually my favorite part. I just like the, you know, just a cool walk around, nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when shit does hit the fan, shit really hits the fan. You know, when like the zone starts closing and you've got to move, the car's freaking out. It's just those small moments of panic, but but most of the time it's just uh, it's just driving around. So sorry, did you say? So I know it's a roguelike. Like you could complete a run, or is it all building up in in just one narrative run? A little, a little of both. So um, the way the the map works when you first start, you're kind of. Um, the zone around you, it's said to like shift. So, you know, if you go to an area and you go to it like next time, you know, it'll be different. Um, and you only have access to like a small range of areas. It's like one, they give you, they give it to you by numbers, so, like, you know, one away. Um, and as you explore all those one areas, you unlock like the two areas, you know, two away. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to slowly push the map forward. Um, while having like overarching objectives, like it's, you know, they'll be like, oh, this device is in the scorched area, and you just have to, you know, play enough to unlock the map to get to the scorched area. You're not like, you know, timed or like, oh, you have to do it on this mission. It's just, you know, whenever you get around to it, build your car up and stuff. Gotcha. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I've got about 20 hours in so far. I think I'm headed into like the, not the finals, but the, the last. Um, finals? Yeah, <laughs> I'd say the game is kind of split into uh, three areas, it seems, or three kind of areas of the map. The stable, unstable, and corrupt. And it's kind of like the tiers of progression. And I think after this, like, story mission, if I go do it, I'll be entering, like, the third, like, the corrupt area. So, I'm in the last, you know, leg of the game. Uh, and I feel like that's a good length for it. 30 bucks game. How are you feeling? Is this uh, worth the purchase or worth uh, on, to go on sale? Or? Like I Sounds said, like for certain type of people. Yeah, for you guys, no. I mean, I've got 23 hours in it so far. I think it's going to clock in around 30, so I mean, I'll be happy with it. I, I enjoy the time. And if they do add some sort of, like, I don't think they have one now, but if they do add some sort of endless mode where you could just kind of drive around, uh, you know, just build your car up, Um I can see myself revisiting the game. So, so yeah, yeah. For for me, and actually, and if if anything yeah. I said has really piqued your interest, then yeah, I'd say so. No, I appreciate it because like I was when I started hearing your take on it, and I've heard this from other corners as well that it is that loopy. That surprised me, and um, but I think I think what you've said is fair, and I like the way you described it because. I I think I might have been a little put off if I had gone into it blind. Um, and now with that expectation, I think I know what I'm getting into and will enjoy it more when I do play it. And I, and I will play it. I don't, yeah. I don't see a demo for this on steam. Maybe they took it down. They had one. I think they took oh, maybe it down. They did. I don't get why they got to do that. Yeah. What the nah. fuck? Just, just leave it like, leave it up. Oh, and yeah, I lied. No demo, but uh, yeah, that's uh Pacific drive. Uh, the last game I'll ever play. Uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were going to move on. Uh, yeah. I, I appreciate the review. I've been interested in that game. I think it sounds like I can maybe hold off a little bit before I play it. Um, it's not like a, 
going to change my life or anything, but it, uh, it yeah. still sounds like a cool game to me. Yeah. Yeah, me yeah too. I, I dig it. Appreciate yeah, the I'm less test. excited about it now after your review. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, no, Vito, just stay away, man. I'm, just, I'm telling you, you're not going to. Okay. Well, I was wondering if this would be a good, like, eventually, like, a, you know, me and my girlfriend game. That's all you care about uh, these days. I would say game. the only reason, well, I mean, maybe eventually, <laughs> but I was You're so girlfriend pilled. <laughs> the only reason I would say no right now Absolutely is because pilled. part of the game's mechanic uh, in driving, you say you are dealing with, like, the little things of the car. Like, every time you get out of the car, you have to put it in park. Uh, you know, you have to turn the, the ignition off if you want to, you know, save your battery. So you're saying this is not a game for women? Well, no, but I'm just saying there's a lot of precise movement on the keyboard, and, you know, you are going to be getting out of the car and running around yeah. a lot. So there's a lot of 3D movement. Yeah, man, uh, what are you but saying? But eventually, when you get to mid-tier, I did unlock a, uh upgrade for the car that will auto-park itself when I get out. And let me tell you, it's really, really nice. All right. Okay. All right. Um, that's about it. I mean, I, I playing Deep Rock uh, Survivor, still fun. Same. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic, they had their six-year anniversary stream today, and they were kind of talking about the future of the game and stuff and whatnot. Um looks cool i'm excited right now they said they're kind of just working on season five which is supposed to come out in june um and it looks it looks good 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 franchise you know what the weirdest part about the helldiver experience 2 has been for me it's that it? the experience of finally giving into helldivers 2 after weeks of you guys playing it so like getting in late to that but still getting in on time to like play with you guys has created like a nugget of doubt and regret in me for never wanting to play deep rock even though there were years of you guys playing deep rock and having so much fun oh you and missed out dur- big time during i know even during the years though yeah. the deep rock was like active in our, our group i was never ever like i want to play like i need to play this like i need to get in on this i never felt that it's only after playing Helldivers 2 and enjoying it that i that that has like been born in me somewhere deep you know i mean i'm down. always I down to play it. i mean I, yeah me too I, I fucking love deep rock um Funny, i'm a the, thousand percent down to play with you if you want yeah yeah there's Maybe. totally new stuff um I mean, yeah yeah no pressure but yeah i mean i might want to play anyway because they got some cool stuff for the six year anniversary but uh i mean someone even obviously someone asked them if there would be a you know, hell divers uh i play deep rock uh crossover and um you know they gave the developer answer of you know Basically, uh, we're going to let them enjoy their success now. But yeah, they'd be open to it. Uh, and they, they even mentioned that the Helldivers won. Hang on, to be clear. You're saying that somebody asked the Deep Rock devs whether they would be willing to cross over their game with Helldivers. And Deep Rock devs said, uh, we would be down, but we're going to let them enjoy their fun for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, they totally okay. did. I mean, I mean, they were musing, you know, they said, would, would it be uh, Helldivers in a Deep Rock style? Or would it be Deep Rock in a Helldivers style? Who knows? But yeah, they were 100% on board. Okay. Uh, but but I mean, they were even going on to say that Helldivers 1 was um, not the only inspiration. They they named a few games like Left 4 Dead and stuff, but Helldivers 1 was uh, an inspiration for, for Deep Rock originally. That's fun. What a fun cool. like cycle of yeah. uh, violent I mean, things. Yeah. It totally makes sense like when you think bugs. about it. Like These are just you know devs with similar design ideas building similar games. Um, that's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, D- yeah, it's Deep just Rock back on the menu. Ten bucks. Ten bucks right now, actually. Oh, Deep Rock is ten dollars. Man, that's a steal. It's, it's on sale right now until March eleventh. So. Hey, man, especially if you're a gamer that like you look at the forty dollar price tag of Hell Divers right now, and you're like, that just doesn't make sense for my wallet. If you can get a couple of your buddies in on uh, Hell Divers, man. Or sorry, Helldivers. If you can get a couple of your buddies in on Deep Rock, like it's it's definitely worth the money. And there's so much fun. There's an intimidating amount of yeah. I mean, the game, like I said, six year anniversary. Uh, you know, the game has plenty of content. It's been supported throughout the six years. Uh, tons of fun. I could fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe now the as time. they are right now, both games. Obviously, I, I would I would recommend Deep Rock if you could only pick one. You know, we'll see where Helldivers is in six years. You know. But, uh, yeah, yeah I think that's really check fair. Uh, that, that's, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's it. about it. Well, hey, we're going to uh, take a break. Thank you, John. We're going to come back with a little bit of gaming news. And then, hey, you know, maybe I have something else planned. We'll see. Something to really separate the Nintendo gamers uh, from, the, from the fakers. Uh, so uh, we, we'll be back in just a few seconds. The ones who have it, and the 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 ones who intend don't. Right. Uh, uh. If we did a a Romeo vacation, our uh, uniform should definitely include or incorporate cowboy hats. Do a Romeo vacation? Ro- rodeo. Rodeo. Oh yeah, of course. Of course, we're all wearing cowboy hats. Cowboy boots with the spurs or no boots spurs with the spurs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Cowboys wears jeans as well. Apple, <laughs> Apple bottom jeans, boots with the spurs. Welcome back, everybody. We're going Thanks. to go through a little bit of the news. News, 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 Updates from the Pokemon Day 2024. Pokemon ZTA is coming in 2025. And it takes place in, what is that, Lumino City? Or Lumios City? Lumios, I think. Like, my brain... Which is... I didn't actually expect that you had a typo, but my brain really wanted to autocorrect it. You know what I mean? To Luminos or something. Yeah. Well, because like it's a like a lot of the English uh, localization translation kind of uh, names from the Pokemon franchise, it's always like a play on words or something. So I'm sure they're trying to evoke like luminosity because it's supposed to be like a Paris type city. Um, and that was from that was in X and Y. Uh, but apparently, this entire it is a uh, another Pokemon Legends game specifically, which is. I think what a lot of people were asking for, including Greg, he just wanted another Pokemon Legends game. Yeah, it's a shame he's not here. Um, yeah, oh, a- apparently. Grand for Greg. Everyone clap. <laughs> apparently, it's going to be set entirely in Lumio City, which is interesting that it's going to be confined to one city, but it's supposed to be like a big city. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, that is that is interesting. Um, I'm curious. Uh, do you know anything that this is adding to like really change things up? Just because I'm. On a quick scan, I'm seeing marketing that's calling it ambitious and things like that. 
I don't know any specific information that would make it different from Pokemon Legends Arceus, but what that game did is kind of mix things up by making it more of like a 3D walk around open world game where you're actually like running into uh, po- pocket monsters more organically in the wild and um, having more of like a, a specific place and time narrative, I think. I mean, that was like a period thing set in the past. Um, I don't, aside from those things, I'm, I don't really remember like how, why it would uh, justify its own series, but I, I think there are some other differences. Okay. Interesting. From the normal formula, I mean. Uh, Toys for Bob has announced that they're spinning off as an independent game studio. Uh, if you'll uh, remember, Toys for Bob was most recently famous uh, for making really good remasters in uh, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot. They're exploring partnerships with uh, Activision and Microsoft. Yeah, they were one of the companies that we were saddened by the news that they were being consigned to the Call of Duty mines for eternity. But surprise, surprise, not eternity. They're going independent. Yeah, I I like that. uh, You know, yeah, I like this. And let's not forget, let's not fucking forget, they made Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure at the peak of their abilities. <laughs> I like to get extreme. I like to get extreme sometimes. Doesn't yeah, have me and me don't like to get extreme. We got some uh, Helldiver news. We were kind of even talking a little bit around this earlier. Uh, there's a single developer at Arrowhead named Joel who acts as Dungeon Master. For Helldivers 2's Galactic War. I'm tired of hearing about this. It's an all-powerful D&D Dungeon Master. Uh, with a title... His uh, in-game title is Game Master. I, I, and honestly, John, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't... I, how is this any different how, than like, how like, how like a hot patch? To... Or like a hot fix? Like, it just uh, sounds like... How, how am I supposed to interpret this differently than like any other life service game that like changes over time, right? Like, well, I think I mean, you guys both need to apologize to Joel. The way they're <laughs> making it sound is like, alright, they, you know, they have a bunch of data and they can see, alright, people are beating the robots ass, so quote-unquote Joel just makes, you know, more robots spawn. How is it any different from like a fucking patch Joel. saying... Robots are being defeated. We increased their spawn by ten yeah. percent. Like we've been to, like, uh, they do it faster. I guess I don't know. It. I, just, I, I'm tired of fucking hearing it. Like you remember how impressive it was when Left 4 Dead. I don't want to say invented this, but they had a really good marketing push with uh, their director AI that reacted mm-hmm. to what you were playing. There's nothing I've been I've been hearing that makes me think that like this game. There's nothing I've been I've been hearing or seeing that makes me think this game has. Anything different than something like that, plus live service elements where uh, things are things are going to get added in over time, and the player-driven emergent war. Like, I mean, I guess cool. There's a guy who like is pulling levers on the war to like make things happen faster or something. But like, whatever. It's just it's just a really fancy way to like talk about their live stream model to me you know my I mean? and i you know this kind of stuff goes over my head from my understand this game uses the same engine as vermintide you know vermintide 2 and dark tide does so you, it makes me even less impressed because it's like you know I, I wouldn't i wouldn't be impressed if the vermintide developers were like hey 
the cop fixed. Uh, you know, beastmen were getting beat up, so we made them, you know, five percent more durable. Right. Like, that's all it sounds like. Like, you know, maybe they can do it slightly faster, I guess. But like, it just, I don't know, does not impress me. I think it would be. Uh, I think I would maybe feel differently if there was like. Maybe I'm just being ignorant. Maybe it is something cool well, and it's just going over my head. Let's give them benefit of the doubt. Sound like maybe maybe yeah. there's something cool and they need to like just figure out a way to message it better when that happens. Like they don't like if they want to like brag about this, then I want to see like something fucking wacky happen in my game with like a certain color of text that I know is a GM thing. And I'm not saying that like I'm expecting the GM to like mess with my game specifically. Obviously, I'm I'm saying that like he pushes out like. Okay, everybody fighting on this planet. Uh, you know, they get like um uh, I don't know, a couple orbital like four orbital lasers start shooting down at once, something like that. You know what I mean? And I get like some flavor text pops up on my screen. Like if 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 he is really doing a thing, it's like so subtle that I like I completely agree with John. Like it just I I don't know, and I'm tired of hearing about it because the way that people talk about it is as if there's a team of DMs who are watching your game, and like, there's one guy who's like, <laughs> "Nice, nice shot, John. Bet you didn't expect this stalkerness." You know what I mean? Like, I right? that's like not happening. Even... Okay, can I interject real quick? This is the first. Uh, I I only heard about this for the first time today. Um, have they been bragging about it? Yes. Like, have have you guys been hearing about it a lot? There's okay. been multiple art news articles. Not, not specifically this. the this Joel character, but yeah, they have been multiple he articles just got talking a name. about okay. how they have like yeah the ability to dungeon master your game. They've been All talking right. about oh, this no. for a while. This was the first time that they gave a name and a, and said that his actual title is game master. That's that's the primary news of this article. Well, so then to like... me. This comes across less as like a moment-to-moment -moment AI director thing, just like as an actual person, and more like they're talking about a person who is keeping track of like the the overarching narrative that players are organically constructing through their actions. Like, granted, that may still be like, of course, because you're only allowing players to do certain things on certain planets at any given time. So naturally they're going to, you know, project out into certain areas, project out in certain ways. And there's only so many things that can naturally follow on from that. But I could imagine like if I'm, if I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt again, I could imagine like interesting things could be concocted by a guy who's like, has the overhead, you know, bird's eye view of the whole situation is like what how could we shift things around here but the, you're saying yeah. that like they've specifically talked about that this is a guy who somehow has like minute control over things that i'm saying that the way they've talked about it has implied that enough that that's what the fans think it is hmm Maybe that's yeah. okay. Maybe, maybe that's you know their, their fault think for saying that it that way. Either way, it just doesn't seem any think, different yeah, how I, a normal game. I mean, isn't that just how normal games work? You see, like the meta and how the people are rallying around it, and then you. I think make I decisions think it, based on that, like it's just. I think the I idea think is that it's more fun making. to have like a real person doing that because they have like a human intelligence. So it's like the difference between it. it, it it's trying to make it seem more intentional, like a D and D. Instead of like a like a video game ass video game, um, I guess, and it could imply then... that things are happening that aren't just like 
math, you know, that aren't just like right. one plus one equals two players do this. Of course, this happens. It's like, like somebody if like it's a game master, a person with a brain moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But like, I, well, one, I don't believe that this Joel person is like literally calling shots, like looking on like, oh, people are excited about this. We're going to work on this next. I don't believe it. I think there's still a team of people and directors and stuff. Um, I just don't see how that's different than any other game. You, you, you gauge the, the interest of players. And then you, you weigh that against, you know, financial benefits. And, like, if, you know, people are leaning towards something, maybe you lean in towards the meme, like... No, I mean, you're right, though, just, because just if, like... a game. It's, I see like I'm taking crazy pills. No, you're right. Like, I mean, ultimately, it's going to come down to, like, Joel's going to be like, well, you know, the players are really winning here, but I think they need, like, a big loss. So I think we should, like, really make, the, make it just super hard on him and, and fuck him up. Like, if he says something like that and then some marketing suit says... Yeah, but that would like really drive engagement down this quarter. Then the answer is going to be they're not going to do that. You're you're right. I mean, he's still, yeah. I mean, I don't want to shit on this too much. Like, I th I think it's cool that me either. Cause I, I think like it's cool that there's creative directors who are like trying to watch this kind of stuff. I'm just it sounds like a I'm just perpetually annoyed at marketing. You guys know that, and this this one has stuck out to me as like egregious, yeah. just because I see people taking to it without question, and it's and I feel like the world is taking crazy pills because like. I, I've had I've had the same take as John. How is this any different than any other game? How is this any different than just like what you expect from a live service game? You know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's going to change over time. There's going to be cool things added. Things are going to get mixed up. Like just Destiny did that for ten years. Like what wh what's the new here? Right. I, I feel like, like glorified to... like fan relation person. You know, like they have these people yeah, normally yeah. that are in discords talking, getting feedback. Right. So this is just like giving up bigger. I don't know. Like I said, I, I feel like I just have to be missing something because don't add up. Sorry, Vito. I feel like you've been trying to interject yeah, my bad, my bad, several Vito. times. I, I, yeah, I mean, I agree with these guys. I, I guess I was, I was going to say trying to compromise like your guys' thoughts on it versus like the, the marketing behind this. Maybe it's just that there's more of an emphasis that this is one guy whose role is like just this, whereas in other live service games, it's a team. So this is like a little bit more of a personal touch. I don't know. I'm trying to fucking think of like, remember back in the day when we would host our fucking games on Xbox and like, that was like our role, right? To like throw little creative things in to make things fun. And because it was one person doing it, like you had, I don't know, a little more creativity available and a little more power. That's, I think what the marketing is trying to say here. If I mean, if you read the article here, it's like, Oh, Joel had to get up in the middle of the night to give the automatons a bit of reinforcements so the player uh, didn't take the planet too quickly. Like, uh, I'm yeah, wondering that sounds if like, it literally just sounds like we had a we had a fucking developer do a hot fix in the middle of the night. Like, that's all that reads to me, or that we have yeah. given the load of of a team uh, onto one guy, up, up to one guy. Yeah, and like I, I don't I, even, I, I, I still don't even that, believe yeah. it's just him. Like, no company would say, "All right, we're gonna." Gonna make our critical decisions of this extremely popular game going forward to to one guy. Like, well, I think it could be like not so black and white. I think maybe he he does a combination of like suggestions for uh, like firm technical things like that, and also some like creative overarching narrative things. It could, it could be a little bit of both. Sure, but like I said, that's just to me like a a glorified fan relations person. That's like the person they pay to hang out in Discord and and set up like meet and greet <laughs> like. I don't know. Sea of Thieves has been doing that for like six years. I don't know. Uh, I, call me a hater. You know, episode, 
title of this episode, John. No, I, 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 totally so I am straight hate. See what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just trying to think. Maybe this guy has like a little more power. You know, maybe in another live service game, like yeah, a team's handling that, but that team's also handling a bunch of other things. You know what I mean? Maybe it's interesting that with this game, this there's one guy that has this role, and that's his only role. And it's not that he's just um player relations, but he he actually his main role is is directing certain things, you know, in the uh in the game. I don't know. I mean and even the even the idea of it, one I'm person for millions of play I know yeah yeah but one person for millions of players. That's just what like, I was about to say. Like you like, know what I mean your your experience may be completely different than mine and what, what the game is showing, you know, that's it's gonna be based on like the meta of the game. What what if I'm not good or don't play that like Across like a population of players who are like been playing the game since release versus brand new players, and you you got all kinds of populations in in that. I don't believe. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with John, and I guess last comment I'll make is that like the the decisions that one makes when dealing with that many players, like it's not one guy doing it. I mean, they Arrowhead has a hundred employees, like they they definitely have like teams that are helping him or you know, conf- allowing him to do things. I don't know. That's why I have to agree with you guys on the point that like, whatever Joel is doing, it cannot be truly like granular on any sort of scale. No. Like there's, there's just no way. But it's just to, to be fair, the examples in this article are not granular unless I missed one. They no. do mention that, but I just don't really believe that point. Like that, little things can happen in specific games like i don't don't know unless it's just random i don't yeah and and as i'm just saying like this article doesn't have i know there was previous articles that did imply that this article that we're talking about the one that first mentions joel it doesn't seem to be talking about granular things it's talking about like big things for like the the persistent world like it's talking about okay when the players took over some planet uh, Joel and in his infinite wisdom decided what happens when a, pl- a faction wins a portion of a war? Well, they mine everything. And then he gave, there was a 24 hour period where he gave everybody incendiary mine stratagems. So that's for, available for everybody. It's not like something f- just for, you know, the four of you who, who had a well, game mm-hmm. together. But there know? is, there is a specific, I think Flash is going to bring out. There is one that says yeah. those twists explained by Arrowhead prior to Helldivers 2 release. And this is their exact words can be as granular as giving a specific player access to a special stratagem mid-mission to spice things up. Oh, my But it also man. extends to a larger narrative. So it's like, yeah, I've never heard or seen of anybody, like, specifically just... I don't know. Even if you did, you, I don't think it's Joel just looking at one million players, <laughs> two million players playing and say, this guy needs Please, Joel. This. Please, Joel. I, Joel, I, just, I need I mean, you right now. Joel, my teenager has cancer and he loves Helldivers. <laughs> no, and I and I want to. Please like I give said, him I an give orbital him, laser. I don't want to seem like. <laughs> I don't want to seem like a total hater, but that was, to be fair, explained prior to Helldivers two release. Now you could argue that they were expecting a vastly smaller player base. Oh, is, yeah. It's what the story is. I, I don't know if I believe that. Did they, was this game available for pre-order before, before it came out? I know it I was. didn't, yeah. but was it? it was. Yeah, I think someone I gotta else. believe that they had some numbers in mind. Like, I, I also hear that narrative that, like, they just didn't expect the game to be this big. But 
I mean, they had to have pre-orders, right? Well, I mean, but anyways, yeah. So yeah. they're they're saying specific mid-mission. I oh no, I think it's it's a lot of marketing talk. Well, they said that they were were getting they were ready for fifty thousand players at a time, and I think I've heard they're getting up to seventy thousand. So, you know, quick back of the hand math, uh, that just means that we need what. Uh, fourteen more joules, thirteen more joules, so or maybe twelve, twelve joules. So we're back to having a team that does this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I truly am waiting, and I, and I will come back here and apologize in front of our trillions of. Listeners. I can't fucking wait for the next time we play. Something Joel's just drops gonna, in because Joe's gonna fucking cut through the I clouds and a beam of light said, is gonna come down and. You get a fucking. I don't have know, a strategy. Be cool Joel's, be called Joel's gift. <laughs> hey, you guys! My God, he does exist. <laughs> you guys know the classic Futurama quote: "When you've done everything right, feels like you've done nothing at all, or something like that." Exactly, yeah. and that's Joel fucking listening to our podcast, <laughs> just smiling. Yeah, Joel, if you're listening, I didn't mean right, to sound I, like I, I'm hating all right, you. I, I have, I something. have one more hateful comment. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I was done. I got it all out of no, my no, system. I got, I got one more big piece of hate. James Gunn changed the title of Superman Legacy to just Superman. Oh, what's up with that? What is up with that? Uh, Flask, what is up with that? Flash, what's up with that, man? What's uh, up with that? I guess on the first day of filming, he made a post saying that in the first draft of the script, he had titled it Superman Legacy, but by the final draft... He had changed the title to just Superman. I don't think there's any more information to that from his end. Uh, how you read into that is completely subjective, but the optimist in me would hope that that means that whatever was in the first draft that um, spoke to a a legacy of Superman of some sort has been, if not excised, at least downplayed, and that the uh, movie as will be filmed now is going to be even more of a quintessential Superman story. Like the legacy as a subtitle could invite some doubt. So I actually read this as a potentially positive change, Uh, not because of the title itself, but because of his mindset in changing that. The movie ended up better than he than he planned. Well, you I, you're saying that you don't think it's going to go to like brooding, self serious places as much. That and I don't and maybe would it be an indication that it's going to be like more, um, more like of a whole Superman package, right? Uh, no, no, that's not the right way of saying it. Like. I don't know how else to say it better than a quintessential Superman story that is completely. He's going to have uh, Superman, Clark Kent, the glasses, the Lois Lane, the Lex yeah. Luthor. It's going to have the camp, the the the, mom- the moments yet? of sheer heroism. You know what I mean? Yes, it's, it's going to be able to stand by itself as Superman the movie. It doesn't need a tagline. Exactly, like the ideal yeah. Superman movie. Instead Superman of, Legacy does that imply like uh, kin like like the that's I, what I, I'm I, saying. There could have been something else to it. Well, I like thought that. like Superman is the legacy or that of, of Krypton. That's why I, that's I was thinking I more that like Superman Legacy just has like like kind of like the opposite of what I was saying. Like it has like self like self serious brooding tones. Like we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of scenes of like Superman 
wondering the nature of and the why of Superman when that's not really like always that's not really what people want to see when they watch a Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean uh, the first did... good sign was like him posting an image of um fr- from All Star Superman, the comic run All Star Superman, which is itself one of those quintessential Superman runs. Like it was not attached to any other continuity. It was completely self-contained, but it incorporated elements from all over the Superman canon to make the best possible version of a Superman story. So yeah. if if this is like uh, an additional indicator of any sort, then maybe it's indication of that, that he wants to make the most self-contained but incorporative Superman story that will, you know, stand yeah. completely on its own. Absolutely. That's the optimist, though, you know. There may not be any uh, real indication at all of anything. But hey, are you, did, are you... Did I did I miss it, though? Did they did they announce a villain? Is it Lex Luthor? I mean, classic Spider-Man? I don't know. If, Spider-Man if we're going Superman? with the attempt to be quintessential Superman, it's got to be Lex. I mean, right, what, yeah. Lex plus somebody else maybe oh, that Lex is controlling or something. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, Nicholas Holt was cast, cast as Lex Luthor. Oh, there you go. Okay. So, yeah. And apparently it's it's currently the release date is July 2025, but with that far in the future, I don't Who even knows? I don't even register Actually, that I'm in my looking, brain. I'm looking down here at um some of the cast. Uh do you I, I'm not familiar with Superman or, or DC as much. Who is Mr. Terrific? Mr. That's Terrific me. is a there were actually two Mr. Terrifics in the comics. One, I mean the original and like a, a another character who took that name. Um He's like a, the original is just like a a strong vigilante guy, athletic vigilante guy. Um, The whole deal with him was that like he is all about justice or like fair play, I think was his thing. Fair play. He even had like a little, he had a little sign that said the words fair play tucked into the front of his like waistband as part of his costume. That's how much he cared about fair play. Um, the, the second Mr. Terrific is the one I'm more familiar with where he's, uh, like he, he always refers to himself as, I think it's like the, the sixth or something smartest man in the world. He's like a tech genius <laughs> who developed his own. Yeah. He, that's it's, how it's, like hey, self six is aware pretty good. Stop is. laughing. Is, ba- <laughs> is, is Batman like number two or three? Like where, where, I don't know. I think he, I think he knows that Batman is like a little above or below him. I forget where they stand in his eyes statistically but um he it's like it's supposed to indicate his self-awareness right how he knows he's like at a particular level of genius below other people in the world um but his whole thing is that like he's a he's an inventor so he's invented a bunch of technology that aids him in his uh superhero career and uh he's kind of like in the stories that people even remember he exists as a character he was always used as like the the go-to like tech guy or you know the guy who could help you with uh, inventing something. You know, I don't know if you look. This interesting. Then in the cast, we not only have Mister Terrific, you have uh, Metamorpho, Hawk Girl, uh, someone called the Engineer, and Guy yeah. Gardner, who is the the Green Lantern, right? Yes. So Guy Gardner like, is. A I don't know. It's not going to be just like a Superman movie. I mean, it seems like they're throwing in quite a few other characters. Some it's absolutely never heard with of. all those characters it's the start of the cinematic universe yeah absolutely 
Um, the, uh, the engineer is a member of the authority, which is another Root. superhero slash antihero team that I think I talked about this when it, the news first dropped, but it's like a, a crazy choice for one of the first like establishing teams to make a movie for in this new burgeoning universe. But because like it's so off the James wall, it, it's kind of awesome that he would choose to do that. Yeah, it seems, well, it it seems like a James Gunn thing. He seems to like to try yeah. and find these really, yeah, weird characters. Uh, uh, I took a look online about the Mister Terrific comment. Apparently, Mister Terrific contends he's the third smartest person. Third, okay. Um, well, that's behind. Well, I don't think it's ever defined, but the popular fan theory or fo- popular fan debate uh, is between whether Bruce Wayne or Lex Luthor is the number one. <laughs> I mean, Lex Luthor, right? Well, I, I mean, I, I don't want to get into the weeds, but doesn't Batman sit into a chair that gives him all knowledge of everything ever at one point? <laughs> yeah, I think what? so. I and think he, he sits in Metron's chair. He uses it to ask who the Joker is, and then, like, it starts, like, a whole thing that's like, well, there's three Jokers. And he's like, what? Yeah. He doesn't even know who the fucking Joker is? No, he's a dumbass, dude. The whole thing is that Joker's identity is like multiple, or his past is like multiple choice, as he likes to say. I'm seeing a comment that. Complete uh, mystery. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. The DCAU establishes that Lex is presumably a 12th level intellect because he's able to solve the anti life (laughs) equation. That's what I'm saying, dude. Most humans are considered first level at most, and Brainiac is also a 12th level. So he's twelve levels above a regular human. Apparently, he's he's on par yeah, with. If I hit him in the back, he's of the on head par with the, the space alien. I can as bring a him down to level six at least. Dude. That's true. The secret is that they just make that up <laughs> <laughs> for comic books. I don't know. Right, what man. else we got? Uh, we got no more news. But are you guys ready to find out who knows the most about Nintendo? Right. Ready. I mean, me. I, like I said, I had an yeah, NES sure. and then I had a Wii. Uh, yeah, I had an N64 well, John, we, and I didn't even play many games. We'll give you the first pick then. The way this works is that I've sourced these questions from a, a trivia slide deck online. I've took. Given Game Boy category? I took nine of the easy, three of the medium, two of the hard, and one nightmare question. Nightmare, nightmare. So, John, <laughs> what, what, me a, which one do you like? Give me a medium, boss. You want a medium? Okay. By the way, this is not tailored to you. This is just the, the first question. The way this is going to work... Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let me get a buzzer going. I feel like buzzer's better for all content. <laughs> okay. I got the buzzer. Default 10 seconds. Every question is multiple choice. Um, I haven't really thought of a point system. If I feel like you're abusing to, like, Guess answers because you don't know the answer, but it's multiple choice, so you can you have you're statistically likely to get it. Sometimes, uh, don't don't make me think about a point system. I'm gonna win. It doesn't matter. Okay, first question queued up by John. Which is not a character in the WarriorWare series? A, five volt. B, ten volt. C. 18 volts and D 13 amp buzzers. I ain't got which no it, fucking clue. Which one is not? Which one? Yeah, and the the question is posted in the Discord as well. Which is not 
a character in the WarriorWare series? Uh, I'm going to say D. You're going to say D? 13am. The answer... Well, hang on. Before I give the answer, does anybody else want to answer? I mean, I would also guess that because it doesn't... It's amp instead of volt, but I'm not going to actually... Actually, the opposite, it. right? Though you I think no you, idea. You think that would be the safe one? It's probably between the volt, but... The answer? Let's take it is B, 10 volt. You are so fucking stupid. You God. fucking moron. 5 volt is what? the mother of 9 volt. 18 volt is the best friend of 9 volt. 13 amp is the rival <laughs> of 18 volt. Does that correspond to like actual battery sizes of any sort? Is that why? I have no idea. I'm just a little <laughs> robot character. I played the series. I okay. mean, I know that little character. I know both of them, but. Just little robots. I ain't never played a World That's a little kid right there. That's I probably nine volt. I actually did play a little bit of one of the Game Boy ones. All right. Well, guess what? Uh, I we'll go into easy then, since uh, yeah, sure, we can do it by Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll give you an easy one. <laughs> now, this one, gamer friends, I, I expect a little bit more compliance as far as getting correct answers on. One moment. Cue it up. What is the name of the damsel in distress? Oh, hang on. I have locked the buzzer. What is the name of the damsel in distress in the original Donkey Kong arcade game? I'll post the choices. My buzzer's fucked up. This is already buzzed. Oh, hang on. Let me clear buzzers. I will unlock buzzers when I'm done reading other choices. A. Pauline B. Lady C. Peach D. Pamela Buzzers Flask Fucking fucking It is A. Pauline Incorrect What? Actually, I should I should do that differently and ask other people to answer before I say that uh, Well, I was going to guess A as well, so Vito? Do you have an answer? Well, the thing is, that's a lady, so I'm going to say B, lady. Well, the answer is B, lady. Uh, because we did that kind of weird, I'm not going to give you a point for that. Uh, <laughs> Just fuck this game. I mean, I, mean, look, I know it was Jumpman. Look, I, right? I, I love when Alex, Alex Trebek is like, no, sorry. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you guessed that one. I think a you good, guessed a that good, one. A good answer, but uh, eat shit. Uh, she wasn't given the no, official fine, name of care. Pauline until Donkey Kong 94 on the Game Boy in 1994. Aww. Oh wow! So you did That's have an some easy question. There, what in the fuck? Yeah, I thought you're gonna be pissed when you see the nightmare question. I thought it was pretty. Easy. I mean, that's that's like fair because he was called Jumpman initially, and then later given the name of Mario. So it's like I I wouldn't accept Mario as the name of the character in Donkey Kong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, that's a technical thing, but that's fair. I think it's a fair point, John. You still have the board. You can do easy, medium, or easy, medium, hard, or nightmare. Yeah, hit us with the hard. We've been doing pretty good so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, first off, here, here's a bonus question. Uh, do you guys know the, the very popular game that was published by Nintendo on day one of the N64 release? 
Well, what was what was the classic launch title? I'm just curious. This one's not for points. Super Mario 64. It was Super Mario 64. Now this question turns out there is there is more than one. There is a second one. Hang on, God damn it. Bomberman. Super Mario 65. Yeah, Super Mario 65 came out on the same day as Super Mario 64, and they both released <laughs> with the N64. Uh, what was the other Nintendo published game that released on day one of the N64 alongside Super Mario 64? Is it A, Pilot Wing 64? Is it B, Excite Bite 64? C, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time? Or D, Turok, Dinosaur Hunter, Buzzer? Flask. This is a completely 50-50 shot, but I think it's... I think it's Pilot Wing 64. Would anybody else like to answer? I'm not commenting I... on whether that's incorrect or correct this time. Sure. I'm going to say Excite Bike. I'm going to say Excite Bike. The correct answer was A, Pilot Wing 64. Congratulations, Flash, yes, for winning our first point. I shouldn't have even said it's a 50 50 shot because you guys immediately knew I was thinking it was uh, either Pilot Wings or Excite Bike. I, I was already unlocked because Excite Bike's like an NES game, right? And that's a little one on the track. and. Oh, like you can build your own track. Am I thinking of a different game? I don't know. I think it's a game where yeah, you can like build your own course. It was kind of cool. Well, Flask, we have. I don't um, know what the fuck pilot wings. We have some hard, nightmare, medium, and easy left, and you control the board. So, what would you like to do? Um, let's go. It's nightmare. I'm just curious. There's only one nightmare, but we can do that. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the. Primarily the font on this one. It's it's really awful. Or the, the, the color. Okay. When Yoshi has a blue shell oh in his mouth in Super Mario World, what ability does he gain? Is it A, fly? Is it B, shoot fireballs? C, run faster? Or D, walk on water, buzzer? God, it would help if I'd ever played in Super Mario World. I never played Super Mario World. <laughs> I was in. There's so many people in this world who have played Super Mario World, and they're all screaming at us right now. Uh, I mean, I was in. Blue is water. So obviously, D. Okay. Would anybody else like to buzz in? I have literally no idea. I mean, I would have said what John said. But I thought this was easy, but I actually that. have played Super Mario World. The correct answer is A, fly. Uh, God, okay. so dumb. so dumb. Oh, but oh, the wait. blue shell has the little wings on wings, it. Wings, yeah. Yep. In, yeah. Uh, and that was Kart. the basis for his, final, for his final smash in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. This is a trivia that came with that question. Huh. I was actually thinking blue mushroom, and in my head, I was like, the blue mushroom makes you small. Oh, uh, yeah. Shell. Explain the text. The text of that is dog shit. Why would you do <laughs> fucking red on blue? Right. Yeah, let's just shit on this guy. This fucking game that we're playing. Piece of shit. Blast. You still control the board. <laughs> Let me catch you let's in the streets, dude. You want to get a medium? Okay. We have two mediums left. This will be I'll one kill of you. You beat the shit. <laughs> uh, this one is one that I th I think I might know the answer to, but I don't know. You know, it's a, you it's a tough know. one. That's the problem. You don't know. Uh, where exactly do you obtain the bike? Pokemon, red and blue. Is it A, Cycling Road? Is it B, Saffron City? Is it C, Cerulean City? Or sorry, C is Vermilion City. And D, 
is Cerulean City. Flask. I believe it's D, Cerulean City. Okay. Anybody else like to answer? Uh, that makes sense, right? Because the song was like, on the road to Vermilion City. And you got to have a bike <laughs> to be on the road. So, yeah, I want to say D as well. I don't even think Saffron's in red and blue, right? Uh, Vito, do you have a guess? I'm going to say uh, Cycling Road. I think everybody's overthinking it. The correct answer is D, Cerulean City. Congratulations, Flask. Oh, fuck. Nice. Now, John, the song is actually about Viridian City, but Viridian I didn't want to correct City. you. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, still, same, same uh, you know, it got me there. Got you there. We have one medium left, one hard, and the rest are easy. Way. Let's do another medium. Exhaust those. Now, if anybody knows this one, I will be kind of impressed. But but it's medium. What if this is the only one that I know? That'd Wouldn't be cool. that be crazy? Yeah. What is the name of Tingle's brothers in The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker? Is oh, Flash will know this. Is it A, Pinkle, Winkle, and Dinkle? Is it B, Ankle, Knuckle, and David Jr.? Is it C, Paul, George, and Ringo? Or is it D, Aramis, Athos, and Parth Porthos? Buzzers. Uh, John. C, Paul, George, Ringo. Would anybody else like to answer? Flask, I have you on the buzzer. I'm, I'm going, I, I think it's B, Ankle, Knuckle, and David Jr. The correct answer is Ankle, Knuckle, and David Jr., B. Yes. It's unstoppable. The reason I remembered that is because I remember there being a fucking weird third one with a regular-ass name with a junior on it. So I was like, that's the only one that has that. Well, my trivia fun fact with this question is that David Jr. isn't actually related to the others. He just got roped into their right. pyramid scheme and can't get out. You know, that's a funny bit. I never played the game, but I wouldn't enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you still control the board. Okay, uh, let's go easy. Yeah, give, give some of the other guys a chance, right? Absolutely, yeah. I don't know, the last easy question was like Where's insane. the fucking Sega one, you piece of trash? Honestly, I don't think this should be an easy one. I'll be honest. I got another easy one that's that's debatably easy. Oh, great. <laughs> but, it, but it is a good discussion point. What is the best-selling Nintendo game of all time? Is it A, Super Mario Bros? Is it B, Tetris? Is it C, Wii Sports? Or is it D, New Super Mario Bros? Buzzer. Damn it, you're so fast. I'm just jamming on it. Um, John. You know, I want to say Tetris, but I believe it's Wii Sports. I'm going to say C, Wii Sports. Okay, John's gonna I'm also going to guess Wii Sports. Okay. And I was going I was to say Tetris. Uh, hey, Vito, it's a good thing you went out and were the only one to guess Tetris because John got the point with Wii Sports. It sold 82.9 nice. million copies. It was bundled with the Wii, so that but I think. Yeah, see, the, the controversy is that, yeah, it was bundled with the Wii. So, like, anyone who bought a Wii, I don't, I don't know anyone who bought Wii Sports by itself. I didn't even know if you could, <laughs> which is, like, kind of cheating. That's just the funny thing, two, though, though, right? Yeah, the funny thing is, when I was reading the question and then the answers, I was reading down the page, and I see Tetris, and I'm like, oh, it's that. I then go to the next entry, and it says Wii Sports, and I'm like, oh, no, it's that. <laughs> yeah, I do the exact same thing, now, this next one... I, uh, how many more easy ones we got? Uh, they're all easy and then one hard. The easy... Give me the hard I one. I think there's like six or seven easy. Uh, the hard one, okay. 
This one I had no idea. I'm fucking hard, dude. I'm built hard. I'm built different, though. I'll be impressed if somebody knows this. Man, watch this. I probably know it. Watch it. Vito probably knows it, and I probably know it. What was Kirby's original name changed to? Or, or Sorry. What was Kirby's original name before it was changed to what we know it as now? Was it A, Pom Pom? Was it B, Kibby? Was it C, Tinkle Popo? Or was it D, Lil Peep? Buzzers. Like little little pee. Um, I th- I want to say pom pom. A pom pom. Okay. Think. Uh, John, you also buzzed in. Yeah, he's. Uh, I was gonna say pom pom. I I, th- I seen a picture once. And I don't know if it's true, but I seen a picture that's called them lobby piece of shit. <laughs> a picture of like an article. I'm gonna look for it. Kirby was initially going to be named Tinkle Popo. Before it was pointed oh, out damn. that no American customer would buy a game starring a character named Tinkle Popo. Yeah. That's a good decision. That's true. Okay. It's also why they started giving him angry eyebrows we, on the covers of North American releases. We have nothing but easy from here on out. Um, I guess it doesn't really matter who controls the board at this point. Uh, but it is John. We'll do an easy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pick easy. How many Mario Party games have there been? A, 10, B, 12, C, 25, or D. All right. <laughs> you can't, you can't well, abuse the fact that I'm still manipulating the buzzers. You know how well, I know the answer. I know D, I know 30, buzzers. He gets disqualified for buzzing in early. It's all right. It's 12, all right. He'll, B. I believe the answer yeah, is, I, hope. I believe the answer is 12. I need to confirm that. Because can't like be twenty five can't yeah, be thirty. That's such a huge jump. Yeah, if they would have said like fourteen, I would have really hesitated. Well, before I confirm the answer, does anybody else want to guess? I was gonna say twelve. We're all gonna say twelve. Yeah, well, get fucked. There's the answer is C twenty five. Are you fucking serious? Wait, okay, no, wait. Sorry, sorry. Five Martin away. They're not. They're not specifying mainline titles. Or, Correct. So it could be. In addition to the console industry, there's tons of Mario parties on handhelds, arcades, and even an e-reader game. What? I've never heard of a spin-off Mario party. I mean, I don't own any Nintendo accounts, it makes sense, but I've never heard of a spin-off. Tricky, tricky. Okay, we'll do our next easy one. You know, it's another game I play, but I do think this one is easy. Hang on, before I post the picture, let me make sure the buzzers are good for any cheating cheaters out there. Where does Link travel to in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask? Is it A, Termina, B, Hyrule, C, Koholint, or D, Lowrule? I literally don't know. Uh, Flask. It is A, Termina. Yes, correct. I was going to guess Hyrule. <laughs> Koholint is from Link's Awakening, and Low Rule is from A Link Between World. Or wait, A Link to the Past. And then oh, I damn, think Low also Rule's a Link real? Worlds. I thought that was like a joke. I actually answer. thought that was a joke no. answer, too. It's like the dark mirror to Hyrule. Oh, that's what they call the. Oh, the Link to the. You said that, Link to the Past. Okay, I didn't realize that was called Low Rule. Yeah. Next question, what game 
Oh, hang on, I'm having issues in the transfer. What game is Lucas originally from? A, oh, Earthbound. Oh. B, Star Tropics. C, Mother 2. Or D, Mother 3. All the same shit, dude. A, Earthbound. Vito? Not Mother 2. <laughs> Flask? Now, unless this is a trick question, I would say Mother 3. So I'm just going to say Mother 3. <laughs> yeah, uh, for those of you who's saying, who are out there saying it's all the same shit, uh, you're actually a lot closer than you realize. A and C are the same game. Um, the answer is D, Mother 3. Okay. I knew I, there was I, something like that with those games, but I didn't know which fucking one was what, so... Hey, let I me, was let like, me jostle. Let me jostle some fans here. I don't care about this series. Oh, <laughs> shit! Fucking. He put his foot down. I'm never finishing Golden <laughs> Sun. <laughs> oh, you already did. You already did. <laughs> oh, you said it. You said it. I don't like Golden Sun too. <laughs> uh, next question. Clear the buzzers and all that. I don't think I know this one because I'm not a, a Kirby gamer. Is the hint? Ooh, you mean uh, a tink, Tinko Popo gamer? What copy ability first appeared in the original Kirby's Dreamland on Game Boy? A. Hammer, B. Fire, C. Wheel, or D. None of the above. All right, Fire. Did you just lock the buzzers like mid <laughs> when I was trying I double to clicked it, and then but opened it, and then Flask buzzed in before. Well, me. John buzzed in. I. I I double clicked John it, but John managed to buzz me. in before I managed to get the second click in. So he's going to go first. He, he did, but I d will believe that this game is being rigged <laughs> against me. Uh, you know what? Flask has it, such a lead. I'll let you answer it before him. Uh, John. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> John, what, what's your answer? I hope this isn't a trick question or something. I don't. Were there Kirby games on the NES? I didn't play that. I only played ones on the Game Boy. Um, it started on the Game Boy. Okay, then I'm going to say Fire, because I remember there being Fire in the Game Boy 1. Okay. I don't know if it was the first Game Boy 1. Vito. Fire. I was going to say fire. 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 Now, this will be really embarrassing, because I've actually played this game, like, a couple years ago. And I'm also going to say Fire, and if I'm wrong, that'll be embarrassing. Well, feel, start getting embarrassed now, my friend, because the correct answer is D. None. Okay. The, as in, it had no abilities. The first Kirby game didn't even have copy abilities. Those wouldn't appear until Kirby's Adventure on the NES in 1993. Fuck. God, I should have hey, known. If um, none of the above is one of the answers, it's always none yeah, of the above. Yeah, true, really? I thought you could turn into stuff on the... Uh, originally, you just spat Kirby. enemies out. Now, now I'm fucking remembering. Originally, you just spat enemies out to damage other enemies. There was no copying. Um... Uh, they changed that unrelated. in Kirby Dreamland 2? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, uh, you know what? Kirby Dreamland 2 is the one I play. Because when we have mm -hmm. little animal friends. Yeah, yes. Mine abilities so. with them. Oh, yeah, all right. Uh, unrelated to that, though, has anyone seen my seppuku knife? Like, but it's a, it's like a short. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't really look like a samurai sword. It's like a more, a more angular. Yeah, I think yeah. Andy was holding it. Oh. <laughs> we started Well, may, maybe after the game, then. What game? Um, oh, you have something to say? There's more? Yeah, there's two more. 
After this one. There's three more, including this one. Uh, what game did Waluigi first appear in? A, Super Mario Land 2, B, Mario Tennis, C, Mario Party 3, or D, uh, Dr. Mario 64? Oh, so fast. Vito, did you just buzz again? Because I saw you go lower than John. You were higher than him, and then now you're lower. (laughs) You can do that. What did I do? I don't know, but I I saw you at two, and now you're at three. No, I didn't. I, yeah, I know. Tell me what's going on. Well, you buzzed in two, and then I buzzed after you, but I said, I'm wondering, I'm wondering the same things as you, Andy, frankly. (laughs) These are the questions. Let's bring us home. We know the answer to this. I believe it was B, Mario Tennis. Anybody have a different answer? No, I was going to say that. The answer is B, Mario Tennis. Correct. Hey, (laughs) it's the easy category. What do you guys expect? Wink. The other ones weren't easy. Who but as the, soon as he was mother, introduced, who, like, he was. I played a game called Mother Three. Member of the family. It's it's the second. I'm a child. I well, I I I mommy. Not a mother. Young <laughs> young child Andy would check every week if for updates on the Mother Three fan translation patch. You know that you were a boy. You're not mother. Your mom should be playing that. You're boy. You play boy. You play paper. <laughs> I play boy. son. Boy three. <laughs> you play son. Golden five. son. Yeah, golden son. <laughs> Shit. Hey, golden son. Damn it, I'm back in. Uh, who is the pop idol group that hosts the news of Splatoon 2? Is it A, the Squid Sisters? Is it B, Deep be- Cut? Is it C, Off the Hook? Or could it possibly be D, Tidal Wave? Well, 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 Vito. Vito, embarrass yourself. All right, I'm going to answer this in a different way. I'm not going to answer what I think it is. I'm going to answer if I was in uh, the group, what what I think the coolest name is, and I think that's D, Tidal Wave. That's the coolest name out of all these. Are you choosing to answer that way because you just don't know the answer, so you're just guessing? I know the answer, but I'm answering a different question. Does that make sense to you? That's fine, but just, just before we move on, what is the actual answer? You don't have to tell yeah, me. Really. I'm not gonna like this oh, is the okay. easy one. I'm John, gonna, what, what's the answer? You know, come on. Yeah, I'm, well, obviously it's the off the hook. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that I think I know the names of this, like the two people. Isn't it like Pearl and something? I don't know, uh, but I don't know their their like group. Pearl name. and Jam. Well, see, I already said see off the hook, but now you're telling me it's two people. That makes me well, believe. Well, and Splatoon one, Squid Sisters. In Splatoon 1, it was the Squid Sisters. So this game is about Splatoon 2. In Splatoon 2, uh-huh. it was off the hook. Yes. Damn. I'm climbing back up, baby. They should have they gone on Tidal Wave, though. Yeah, yeah, probably. That probably. was my point. That was my point. That was his po- it was his point, but it doesn't get a point. You know what I mean? All right, last question uh, comes out of times three multiplier. It'll, it'll multiply your score by three. I can come back, baby. I just came up with that to give John a, a comeback mechanic. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> if my score gets multiplied by three. What yeah, but well, Vito's gets <laughs> times ten, though. Vito's gets times uh, ten. Well, you gotta you gotta answer the correct. Yeah, actually, Vito, yours will get multiplied by a hundred. Um, <laughs> I'm only with times three. All right, we're in. You gotta get it right, though. Unless you get a one point one multiplier. Which game? Which Mario Kart game does Rob appear as a secret character in? I know. This. Could it be Mario Kart DS? Mario Kart 7, Mario Kart Super Circuit, or Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. 
Avita, you got a hundred times multiplier. You're not gonna buzz in. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I have extremely confident memories. You know, I'm gonna message. I don't wanna. I don't wanna sway you his opinion here. I'm gonna message Andy. I have confident memories. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I, I hope I'm not wrong, or I'm gonna have to rethink my whole life. <laughs> It's right. like a, it's like an SNL Jeopardy bit where it's like he has the chance to like win everything. No and he just decides not to participate. <laughs> no, no, like, I don't know, I don't know who this is. Well, you like you're All right, uh, I got John's answer. Vito, what is your answer? All right, I'm going with Mario Kart DS. Uh, unfortunately, the correct answer was B, Mario Kart Seven. Oh, my memories are false. Is he at least in DS? I swear he's in I'm, it. I'm kidding. I'm gaslighting. See the, pun the correct answer was Mario Kart oh. DS. Oh, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> and you know what? Just just for... Yes! Just, just, for, just for laughs, <laughs> I'm going to give both of you guys your multipliers. Oh. Vito blew us out, though. Fuck. So my well, actually, though, like, Vito, the... Vito's current score is zero, so... <laughs> no, you, okay, I thought, right. but I got one point there, and that's time. No, 100. no, no. I said that this one isn't. You don't get any points. It multiplies your score. This one. Did he say that? I, did. I don't remember him saying that. Well, I, I don't think he said that. Win. I think this is retro. I don't know why I would give you uh, one point hosting. and then multiply it by a hundred. I'm just going to multiply your current score by three. This is a three x multiplier question. But you well, got, you yeah, got it anyway, dude. You got the times one hundred. That was pretty good. Your 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 final your final score is zero. <laughs> zero points though, dude. Uh, this was some Slumdog Millionaire stuff. This shit was rigged from the fucking beginning. No, 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 no. Even... <laughs> Specifically, Mario Kart DS. I played every day with like seven other people on uh, in my auto shop class. Like the first, it was my first class. Like the the day, and the game, you only needed one person to have the cart, and everyone else could just link to you. Uh, but they all had to play Shy Guys. But I remembered the fucker who always like brought in the game always played as Rob. And it was like, fuck you, because he was like he had better stats. Yeah. He was like a secret character. Uh, I, I also so, uh, uh not, you're destined to lose. Not quite that regular, but on field trips and stuff, I totally have that memory of playing DS with people, uh marker DS with people. I kept this question in just because I remember unlocking that character. Uh super sick feature. Well, so my question is on this image. The, there's a picture of Rob in a cart on the right-hand side of the screen, but it's like a high-resolution 3D model. The DS had models that were jaggy as shit. They were like mid-2000s 3D models. That That's not from DS, right? I mean, it might be I a render. Know, actually. Well, look at the bottom of it. Like The wheel does look nice, but if you look at the frame, and I mean, it is pretty, pretty shapey. I think it might actually be what Andy's saying, that it was for like so, like pub uh, promotional stuff or mm -hmm. like a manual. Yeah, or and something. I noticed I that, but I did see on the uh, ah that yeah, you know, that, I, that I is the image for the standard the cart on the Mario Kart DS wiki. Okay. Hey, you know, John, technically you won. You got the most amount of points. Flask, you answered the most correct questions. I'll let you guys fight over that. Uh, as we, I thought Vito won. Well, and Vito got the highest multiplier, so everybody walked away with like some kind of victory tonight. We all got something, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I appreciate 
all the complaints Vito did about the game being rigged, despite me rigging in his favor at the end, I, I really tried to help him out and give him times 100. Um, hey, but you know, some people just can't see through, some people just can't see through their own nonsense to the truth. You know what I'm saying? That's the message I want to end this video game podcast on. Um, what do you mean by that? I don't even know what I meant by that. I don't know. Hey, we still owe you guys a stream at some point. We need to get back into doing that. We we never did an anniversary stream. Life was busy, man. Just too many video games. Life's busy. A lot of games came out. Well, you know, it's like the one year anniversary. Obviously, you got to do a stream, but like two year. Yeah, we, well, what we gotta do it every fucking that. year? Oh, we, we've been coasting. We did do that. In the what do you want us to stream once a year? <laughs> no. We do. We'll meet up back up for ten years. And then 100 years, we do, yeah, we do, like, base 10. We do that, yeah, uh, exactly. Or we the do, Fibonacci we do five, sequence. 5, 10, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fibonacci. Let's do prime numbers. Yes. Sure. Sure. So what's the next, what's the next one? Well, three? three? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, three. Yeah, we got it, Vito. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Vito, yeah, Vito I want to end this podcast with you counting up in primes. Go. One. Three. Five. Seven, eleven, thirteen. That's pretty good. I would have got slipped up. I mean, I know 16? what it is. No, sorry, in the podcast, you got uh, it wrong. Fuck. You got it wrong in the good podcast. Night, 17, 17, good night, good night, everybody. 17. We'll be back next week.